Hey, my friend. Hello. How are you? You know, we're going to be more honest this week. Uh huh. Let's get right into it. Okay. So you, we had the funniest conversation last night because you said to me, you know, I was listening to our podcast and I just don't know like who those hopeful people were. Wow. And my response was, I thought we were miserable and in the dumps last week. We were faking it. So uh, apparently we were faking it. <laughs> when I went back and listened to our podcast last week. Tell me. First of all, a Tell me about things. this experience. One thing is you really got to like tell me to stop saying things like bust wide open. <laughs> I don't think I'm in any position to filter what other people are saying. <laughs> Can you help me? You know I'm like Phil Dumpy, like <laughs> high key, and I say the craziest shit. Oh, you didn't mean it in a... <laughs> no. I was like talking about like the cannabis market, and every time I said it, I was like, yikes. <laughs> like the market's about to bust a nut. Wait, what a second. <laughs> I was what? like, why didn't you stop me? I, I didn't hear it, obviously. <laughs> I didn't hear it. You know, for me, this is a blackout. This is complete yeah. dissociation. Everything I don't we remember talk about, one thing we say in here. Same. And honestly, I edit it. So I watch it once before it even, you know what I mean? Like, I live it. I watch it. Sometimes <laughs> I listen to it as a podcast when I run out of my regular podcast. So I never... I never connect to who this is. I you know. <laughs> it's it's bad. It's not a body experience. <laughs> We've got to get more grounded in this because, yeah, when I was listening, I was like, oh my God, yikes. Well, we we got to be honest. So something you said this morning that I wrote down is, we shouldn't have to lie. <laughs> Our lives should be fucking amazing. <laughs> and that's true. And I want everyone to really take that as a mantra. Like, we, none of us are here to lie about our situation, to try to make it better than it is, it's yeah. supposed to just be great. We're all, we all deserve an amazing life. It's supposed to be great, yes. Like, we're supposed to be happy, abundant, joyous beings. Yeah. We should not have to pump fake to make it seem like we're doing better than we are. So, and, I'm and, I, and honestly, unconsciously, because... It's not like we went into last week being like, let's have an episode where we're in a good mood. I don't think we ever do. I think we go into every (laughs) episode (laughs) like, let's be so real. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know what happened there. Well, we're going to be more honest about what we're really going through. (laughs) That's important. And, um, but this week I think we're going to focus on trying to like dissociate a little keep the vibe light that you know that's you know we're we're moving in moving in a different direction not to say we're doing better than we are but to say let's take an hour off you know what i mean let's unhook okay i'll try i'll tell you try your hardest (laughs) try your hardest we'll see you know it's all an experiment (laughs) like we love you for listening we love you for watching um, I'll see what I can do. Let's do it. Let's start out with the Starcast. Okay. Let's see what's coming up for us. There's only a couple things, but it did prompt me for a question. So, this is Friday, March 11th, my mom's birthday. Shout out to you, love you, mom. Hey, and happy birthday. Through the following Thursday, the 17th, there's only two things. So on the 13th Sunday, sun, the sun is conjunct Neptune, Neptune. both in Pisces. Yeah, yes. yeah, Neptune, Cassini. So Ooh, happens say it again. Yeah, so like any time a planet is conjunct with the sun, that's called Cassini. So earlier this week we had a Jupiter Cassini. Oh my God, what does this, this mean, Cassini? <laughs> so 
it basically means that the planet is in the center of the sun and it's thought of as this like very kind of cleansing purifying moment where that energy is kind of renewed because it's like gone through the heart of the sun okay so neptune kazemi is coming up this week and that's happening on which day friday Sunday. Sunday. Sunday the 13th. Yep, Sunday the 13th. That's awesome. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a beautiful moment to be super, I think, dreamy and just, like, really let your visions kind of flow. And also, it's a good time, I think, to, like, rinse yourself of the energy that's been maybe detracting from your visions and detracting Mm. from that, like, level of dreaminess. And it's in Pisces. So, like, you know, all the energy is aligned because Neptune rules Pisces and traditionally. I mean, um, modern astrology. Um, but the one thing that I will just say about that time is that, you know, anytime Neptune is kind of like messing with you or, or activating you there, there are real delusions. Okay. Illusions. <laughs> delusions and illusions. The, Watch all of out. It. Yeah. Like you can be delusional a little bit in your thinking. The there time. can be a lot of just like, yeah, like kind of like illusory things happening around you. Just be careful. It's really important, especially for people like me. I recently learned, like, I, I don't know if we've talked about this yet on the podcast, but, like, I would, I'm someone that would definitely be bamboozled. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I would yeah. get taken for a ride. <laughs> I really figured it out, especially recently, because I've been watching The Real Housewives of New Jersey and um, Teresa Judice's new boyfriend. There are 27,000 red flags, and I keep sitting here like, you know what? That handsome man has some good things to say. He's not handsome, and he has nothing good to say. Wow. I know it. So, for people like me, gullible people, people that can easily get swindled, Mm. be on the lookout for delusions and illusions. Yeah. I think delusions more than illusions. Yeah. If I had to be honest. 100%. Well, when you're bamboozled, it's more your own delusions. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The illusion's not there. Everyone else can see it. Yeah, exactly. So, absolutely. Now, on the 17th Thursday... This is something I want to ask you about. Um, Mercury in Pisces is sextile mm-hmm. um, Uranus in Taurus. So I just wanted to ask, what's sextile all about? Sextiles are a supportive aspect that happens when the signs, the planets are two signs away from each other. Okay. Um, there's like some supportive kind of energy that can happen there and... Yeah, a sextile is a is a good thing. Can you repeat? It's Mercury and Pisces and Taurus and a Uranus and Taurus. Correct. So I guess that's a great sextile, just because like two things. One is that you know Mercury it doesn't do as well in Pisces, but I think it does like Uranus a lot and connect with Uranus a lot. So to get some supportive energy from Uranus will be helpful, but I still think it will be a little bit messy and chaotic because Uranus is always that and Mercury and Pisces is going to be messy too because you know again Pisces is a little bit um, all over and Mercury really likes to be kind of succinct with the details right um so clear communication and all yeah so a sextile there I mean it's supportive but I think it's it could just be like a good kind of messy you know maybe you're Words are, like, mess. spilling out, but you end up saying, you know... Something that needs to be heard. Yeah, even if it's not, like, all the perfect words. That's a great way to live your life, honestly. It's definitely one way. It's definitely one way. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely one way to enjoy yourself, not necessarily the people around you. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Okay, great. So that's pretty much it. 
you okay. know, um, for the Starcast. So not a lot, mm-hmm. but hopefully, honestly, great. We could use a, a calmer week. I know, I know, I could personally. I can't speak for you. I don't like expect that it will be any calmer of a week for me. I'm, I'm out of that realm of like hopeful. No, because <laughs> there is no need to hope. I know what I know. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I know what I know. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Okay. <laughs> let's move on to new growth. Let's let's bump up the positivity because we did have a beautiful time on Sunday night. We sure did. We sure did. We post about it on our IG. We had a Consumer Advisory Council meeting. Yeah. Do you know every time I go to say it, I say something else? Yeah, same. Sometimes I call it the Community Advisory Council. Yeah, me too. I call it all types of things. But basically, <clears throat> they're just like our crew. It's our crew of like eight to ten people that have been here pretty much the whole ride with you and are really just like invested in the brand mm-hmm. and kind of like a diverse population of the people that are fans of ours. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of just like run ideas and stuff by them. It was just so nice to connect with our people, especially if we've been having a tough time, as yeah, you know. It felt good to be in community and yeah. like just yeah in fellowship in a way yeah it's nice to just be in a room with like people that all are like like minded yeah exactly like it felt really great to be around those people yeah 100 percent. that was nice and i think we just got so much out of it you know what i mean like we ran so we, we got do. we always do mm-hmm. but we were talking yeah, all we about what our feedback. retail operations are going to be what our packaging is going to be all these kind of insider stuff and we got so much that I think we didn't expect to get. You know what I mean? Some things were just, I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. You know, that's why it's so important. Yep. I thought so too. And like, I was really grateful for that time because one thing that I felt like was our, our council, our group, they really like kind of let us off the hook on a couple of things. Yeah. Yeah. They made us relax on a few things. We were kind of like stressed. Yeah. Like we were really like pushing for some, some things and, and we are still like, we're super motivated to get our vision executed, but they really like put into perspective that, that we can take time. Yeah. And like, they reminded us. They prioritized a lot of stuff for us. Yeah. They reminded us that like, this brand has like real values that it's been built on and we have to like protect those values. And in order to do that, it takes time. And that was really helpful. And I'm really grateful for that reminder because I think we have just like gotten really, really like, we were just really trying to get open. I think, too, it's hard for us to not see the fullest expression of this store. Do you know what I mean? For us to not, like, see it as a complete running operation. You know what I mean? We never considered to be like, oh, what if we phase it out and do certain things in time in terms of the operation? Because yeah. we're like, oh, we have these beautiful ideas. This is what sets us apart. These are the things we want to do. And we are going to do them. But it kind of made us feel really good that our people, the people who wanted the most, were like, listen... We know that that takes time. Yeah. We, we would rather you roll out different things slowly yeah. and get, you know, people excited that way than start and have people have, like, a less than amazing experience because we're short-staffed. Because as you guys know, at the beginning, it's going to be us. Yeah. It's going to be us. For a few reasons. Because we have, like, a complex operation. It's going to take time to, like, train people. Absolutely. 
to the level that we would want them at. Yeah. Being on the floor and things like that, like really engaging with our customers, especially because we're going to be meeting so many new people. And I think that's the biggest thing about this brand, like is that it is a community-based brand. Definitely. And when you are doing that, it's like there's no, there's no like limitation to the community. The community is infinite. Like it can grow to any level, but we want to be able to consistently supported at every level and preserve that experience yeah. that the original people fell in love with for yeah, everyone for and every that's going to take time and energy and staff and bandwidth and you know what i mean training so, training and time yeah yeah 100 percent. so that was like a really great eye opener. yeah it definitely was and it and again like in a way like i said like they really like let us off the hook because i feel like we are just pushing ourselves so hard to get it all kind of executed yeah and they were so kind as to remind us that we don't have to do it all at once. No. That there's like, levels just nail to the this. takeout. Yeah. Just nail takeout. Get it fast and efficient yeah. and let people fall in love with the products yeah. for months and then introduce other things. We we're like, oh my God, we never thought about yeah, that. But what a great idea. You know what I mean? It's a marketing strategy in itself. Yeah. So thanks guys yes now i would like to just to make everyone's mouths water a bit i'd love you to run us through the menu that we had on sunday because chef's kiss it was perfection thank you thank you <laughs> thank you ma'am <laughs> and please elaborate i'm so glad that you enjoyed it i'm so glad that you made it okay well thank you so much <laughs> now um i we started with some like savory stuff mm. we had teriyaki meatballs Yum. with homemade teriyaki sauce yes i did make the teriyaki sauce myself and i did use impossible for those meatballs yes it there was, was some confusion <laughs> there's a was question on the floor if there might be some real meat thrown into this vegan operation and you can you can bet that'll never happen <laughs> it won't be me i i personally my days of touching meat are over <laughs> okay i think you can understand yeah yeah, yeah. i did a couple shifts in the kitchen at Guys, I, did I ever mention that that's where I was working? I don't know if I ever said it by maybe name. I'll, maybe I'll... Um, yeah, you might need to. Okay, sure. But I did some shifts in the kitchen there, and I was touching meat while I was there, and I was fine with it. But actually, the meal that we had on Sunday was very much so inspired by my time there, because, like, the wontons, the remember, menu. I was, like, making kiosas all the time. Yeah. I was going to make kiosas, but I couldn't find circle wrappers. I only had square. So we had the teriyaki meatballs. We had some avocado wontons. You guys. First of all, I ate about 12 of those did at the end of the those? night. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you did. I did. There was like a lot at the end. Yeah. I couldn't eat before because I had to do so much talking. Like yeah. I get nervous before. Mm-hmm. But then after, as we were just chatting and people were exiting and no one was coming back to the food table, I was like, well, I might as well clear these out. And so there was maybe like <laughs> 10 in there. And I was like, oh, let me have it. And I was like, oh my God. And then so I just kept slowly like talking, grabbing another one. And then when I was like, there are like four left. I was like, well, that would be dumb. <laughs> and then there was one left and I tried to pawn it off on Ange. I was like, Ange, no, you should have that. And she was like, what are you, it's like, you're are you playing with yourself here? Like, who, who are you? I've seen She's you. She's like, I just watched you. I watched you eat a baker's dozen. So. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they were they were amazing. And it was because as well paired with a beautiful sauce. Well, I'm not going to lie. I did model those after the avocado egg rolls at the Cheesecake Factory as well as the sauce. So I did do my best to emulate that. As a cheesecake connoisseur. <laughs> I've been going for a decade plus. Yeah, same on it. <laughs> one time my friend Molly and I stole one of the... Never mind. Um, <laughs> what I will say is... 
It was better than the cheesecake sauce. <laughs> it was better than the cheesecake sauce. And you know Thank why? You. Because it was thick and luscious. We it were talking about this. If thick. this was at the cheesecake factory, they'd be like, water that shit down. We're gonna get we're gonna get twelve servings out of that. What are you doing with that thickness? <laughs> it was thick. You know, if um that is like the true recipe of the cheesecake factory sauce, it's vegan. Wow. Naturally. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. I bet a lot of stuff is maybe like secretly low key. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so we have the avocado wonton. Just an ad for a cheesecake factory. If you guys ever want to get involved with us officially, just let me know. <laughs> Go ahead. And then we also had um by the way, my cheesecake great. And then we also had um crispy tofu with a sesame <gasps> oh, vinaigrette. Another great sauce. That was also very, very much so inspired crisp. by my job. The, the only way to have tofu is crispy. Crispy. That's what you've taught me. Yeah. And that's the only way I can have it. And now I've like tried ordering it from places and I'm like, what is this absolute garbage? Like when it's <laughs> soft, you guys, like especially like at, like in a Chinese setting, like I got like um, chicken and broccoli, but with tofu instead, you know, that was disturbing. You like that di- First of all, that was neither <laughs> a solid liquid or gas. That was closest to a plasma and I didn't enjoy it. And it was started to melt. I couldn't pick them out. No. I, I didn't. It was not for me. What? Yeah. I, I didn't enjoy the state of matter. Tofu that was should not be melting. It shouldn't be. In not do a liquid form. It wasn't quite liquid. Again, a plasma is the closest I can get, but <clears throat> it was tough. It was tough. Wow. So yeah, your tofu is amazing and crispy. Now, it's is it about the dehydration of it all? No. No? Okay, tell me. It is about... You want to give my secrets away? Oh, okay. No, no, just no. This kidding. is a proprietary. <laughs> just, oh, just an overview. A, you can tell me the overview. details later. Yeah. Cornstarch. Oh. Yeah. And that's it. Cut it. All right. That's all I <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah. Uh, and then also, a station of various truffles. Oh, yeah. And then for dessert, we had... Um, a truffle tower. A truffle tower, you guys. It seemed like there were hundreds. We had peanut butter truffles, we had Oreo truffles, and we had cookie dough truffles. <sighs> and I've still got quite a few of those in my fridge. I had never had an Oreo until yesterday. Get out. Yeah, I'd never had it. Get out. It's true. I've given you something you've never had before. Yeah, it's wow. true. It was wild. So good. What a textural. You know what I found a recipe for this week that really made me think of you and I think I will be trying? Funfetti cheesecake. (gasps) Now that's a good idea. And I was like. Now that's a great idea. I'll definitely be the taste tester on that one. (laughs) Wow. This is a new segment called Are You Hungry? (laughs) You are now. Um, Wow. So anything else we'd like to say about the meeting? Um... It was just, just thank you to, to everyone, everyone who was yeah. there because I'm sure you're all listening because you're the most supportive people and we love yeah, you. Yeah, for sure. Couldn't do without you. Now, next, I would like to debut a new segment. Okay. It's been inspired by you in a couple ways. Okay. It's called Something I Heard. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've shared with you, beautiful listeners, that Kishana recently has started really utilizing a phrase and that is, I heard it. <laughs> just just indiscriminately, I heard it from somewhere pulled out of the sky. I heard it somewhere. But about a variety of topics. So I thought this would be interesting because <laughs> last night we started having a very interesting conversation about something you heard. <laughs> Which was this... Guys, we're not going to spend a minute talking about how she got to it because I'm still not sure. But she heard a beautiful talk 
<laughs> a video of a spiritual talk um, about concepts called the human multiverse, you humans <laughs> mm-hmm. living through your body. Yeah. And I just thought it was so interesting. And we started to have like a good talk about it, but I figured let's save it and <laughs> tell me about something you heard. <laughs> and then I have something I heard. Okay. <laughs> so this is my topic, right? This is my yeah, topic. Yeah, that's great. Right. <laughs> well, it's I'm funny because the- for this inaugural one, I'm assigning yeah. you, but I do know you heard it. <laughs> yeah, so I did. It's authentic. And I'm glad you brought it up because just this morning I heard another <laughs> <laughs> thing about it. And so I'm glad that I could like expound upon this topic with you. Oh my the God. The things that I have heard. Thank so- you. And thank you for that. <laughs> so I have recently been hearing about this idea about... First of all, it all comes from uh, kind of like researchers, spiritual researchers who are theorizing about how we humans are interacting with the quantum realm. And it was Mm -hmm. talking about how the quantum realm is in and of itself a multiverse. Okay. And we as humans are living in a multiverse and we are multidimensional beings because right now on Earth, there are multiple dimensions happening at once, overlapping and existing with each other. Okay. And just like the clearest example of this is like, people's vibration and what they're vibrating at Mm. because for example like i can be like at a vibration you know a high vibration but i'm interacting with people that are at lower vibrations and there are certain things that like like there are certain places that i can interact with them and we can kind of like meld together and then there are ways that like we really can't mesh together i see you know what i mean and so like they were talking about like how even though the goal and the hope is that all humans will ascend to a level, like a higher vibrating level at all times, all of us will all be inspired to do that at one point. Our consciousness, because the collective consciousness is awakening and expanding Definitely. in a big Growing way. And expanding, yeah. Yes, and so the conversation that I was listening to today, um, they were talking about how like, just even since the 50s, like... Um, like, he was talking about, like, if I asked people in the 50s, like, oh, can you think of, like, a past life connection or something? They'd be like, no, right. like, I don't have any past life memories or connections. Right. But now, like, you can ask people that, and he was like, many people would yeah. engage. You guys all know I was a lawyer in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's commonplace. But even the word energy, like, I've t- I brought that up before, how, like, 10, 15 years ago, people weren't even saying the word energy. So true. And like, you were, like, totally, like, woo-woo, like, yeah. put in a classification yeah, of, like, like, not being was smart, like, oh, of not yeah. knowing what you're taught, you know? Exactly, exactly. And so, the um, they were talking about, these conversations have, like, intertwined, talking about, like, also our DNA, our, our human DNA, and how it is spiritual and so this one speaker was talking about how we have this like 24th chromosome that's like an overlay over all of our chromosomes and that's what connects us to our soul and the other interesting thing Mm. that i'll bring up in this that came up in this conversation was something that i've been talking about for a long time which is the difference between your soul and your spirit and i've brought them up like i've said many times that my soul is very old but my spirit is very young and i've not always known what that meant and then finally as i was listening 
as I heard this, I finally got the context that I needed for what I've been saying, which is that your spirit is something that is born into you when you are born. Okay. And it's this like the magical energy that connects you with all the realms, right? Yeah. But your soul is your ancestral line. It's what you brought with you from all your past lives. And that's what that 24th chromosome yeah. is. It's like this, this pair of... In uh, chromosomes that give you all the information from your past lives, your past experiences. And when you pass away, all your chromosomes are absorbed into that 24th. And that's what moves on. Mm. So it's like they were like speaking about how your soul journeys through lifetimes. I love the idea of like learning how it travels, like almost quote unquote scientifically. Like obviously, but it's it's not biological. It's not biological. It's not biological. No. And so it was just very interesting because like, obviously we're Marvel people, right? We love the quantum, this idea of of like the quantum (laughs) realm. We love the quantum realm. We love the multiverse. If I could go swimming in the quantum realm right now, I would. But it's so interesting because we are in the quantum realm. And like, that was kind of like the point. It was like, we are all different layers and levels of humanity right now. Yeah. Right now, we are at that. Yeah. And this is a very diverse time on Earth because because so many people are awakened and it's only going to become like more that. So it's so interesting because like we're constantly in the situation where like we're interacting and that's why you can just like go and have an experience where you're just like vibing with someone. You don't even need to like totally. talk to them sometimes or speak to them. It's just like this vibe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, yeah, there's just levels to ascension and it was just speaking about, you know, how how as we ascend and we just attract different experiences to us, it really, you can't assume that you're going to go through life right now, especially in this, in this day and age, you can't assume that you're going to go through life and not come into low vibrational moments because that's part of the human experience yeah, right now. 100%. So, and when you think like on some level, we are meant to interact with the low vibrations here because that's why we are so low and like physical you know what i mean like we're in our physical bodies to experience the low shit that happens and when you interact with low vibrations you get triggered yeah and when you get triggered you gain awareness and you have a new opportunity to heal to learn to grow and that's a part of life that's what the universe wants for us all yeah so those low vibrational moments are not bad moments they're triggering you they're affecting you they're impacting you for a reason so that you can grow and so that you can learn and so it's also like this thought process of like how we can engage and embrace these like darker moments which is something i'm really trying to figure out right now because i'm going through a very dark time but i'm still trying to like embrace these moments as we were saying and like still live life you know Mm -hmm. but understand that like these moments come to you and through you yeah so yeah i love that that's what i heard that's something you heard now what was the part about living through your body like it was like about like we're not like aware of the capabilities of our body. Yes, Talk, yes. Speak on that. This was that very, I found very interesting. It is very interesting. So this was basically speaking about how like in the last like five ten thousand years, humans have really put too much emphasis on their minds, and we've started living too much in our minds, mm. and we've really become disconnected from our bodies because we have actually so much power within our bodies to heal ourselves from illnesses and diseases and all types of things that we're going going through but because we've put too much emphasis in the mind which is the most human part of us the mind is the most human part of us like the body is actually very magical like our dna is very very and i've been thinking about this a lot because um we're working on this um cannabis educational program and one of the sections is all about like endocannabinoids and we have endocannabinoids within our bodies already and those are the same cannabinoids are the same things that are found that you know affect 
effects the chemicals effective chemicals in cannabis obviously and there are hundreds of cannabinoids but we know really a lot of information about like 10 but we know that there are like at least two um endocannabinoids and endo means like endogenous which means from within so it originated within right so there's and we have an endocannabinoid system yes and we have endocannabinoids within our system and it's like oh well you wonder like how do we have endocannabinoids in our system well that's because cannabis is like 34 million years old it's way older than humans and our dna is made up of the earth and the universe so of course we have endocannabinoids within us like that's what i mean like the body is actually extremely magical and it has so much work that it can do it has so much healing that it can do but the thing is because we've put so much emphasis on the mind and technology we've really stepped away from emphasizing what the body can do and the technology of the body and kind of using technology to really like amplify what the body can do yeah like we've and and it's like there's this really like fine line between it and that actually came up in the conversation like how technology really runs this fine line where it can be like so um such helpful and for the advancement of the body or it could be like really evil and degrading towards the body right so it's this huge kind of like um you know paradigm i think of like understanding that we need to come into and the shift that we need to make about how much power is within the body and really like living this like i think part of what happens in the human experience is that when we get stuck in our mind like we and we can't get out of it we forget to nourish our body we forget to take care Mm -hmm. of our body the way that it's really calling we're not we're just not listening we we can't listen to both channels at once no you know and you think like what are you valuing? You know what I mean? Because if you're only valuing what's going on in your mind or what's going it's like how people are like buying real estate in the metaverse. Like I cannot put my mind around that because that is so dumb to me. Like what are we talking about? It's like that. But also to me, this really comes up um, like the brain versus the mind mm-hmm. because as much as the mind is expanded in terms of like what we're capable of, we're not using any more percentage of our brain. So that's still a place where like our body is not being improved right. upon mm-hmm. and and. So like we're not we're not actually right. any more capable than humans were you know however like what like if a I, thousand years ago two thousand well, years thousand ago year, in the thousands no like definitely too though the former species like they have way more connection with their body yeah so like Cro-Magnons for example like there were species of humans that didn't have language we were talking about yeah. this I was saying how like language like has been something that's like so amazing for the advancement of human life and technology but also in some ways it's like really taken away from our connection with the body because like a lot of species before us that didn't have language to communicate they communicated through sensations mm. and they they could feel things they they had so much they more, more yeah they had so much more um awareness than we did if there was an animal coming or something like that like if there was if weather was going to change things like that they they could sense those things humans could sense them not and based it makes on technology sense, like things everything like that. else on this planet that's like in tune you know what i mean like yes. every animal has well, senses no like, every animal also has 24 chromosomes Oh, really? Yes. Humans are the only ones that have 23. Interesting. Yes. Very interesting. Now, wow. Yeah. So, that was very so interesting. That's what something I heard. you heard. Again. I now, didn't hear <clears throat> the thing I heard couldn't be more different. We could not be moving in a more opposite direction, but I actually love it because it's very human. <clears throat> I was listening to a new podcast. And it's called the Bravo Docket, and it's these two lawyers talking about different legal issues in the Bravo universe, oh, okay. the Bravo Cinematic Universe, and there's the BC, yeah. thousands, mm-hmm. thousands of legal issues there. So they have plenty of time. Yeah. And I was reminded of my favorite court case in history, and I just wanted to educate you about it, something I heard. 
Uh, it's called Krupa v. Glanville. Okay. This is when okay. Brandy Glanville... I knew this was coming. ...went on Watch What Happens Live. Yikes. A live television talk show at night and revealed to the world that she heard, ironically, that we're carrying the segment she through, she heard that Joanna Krupa's pussy smelled. Oh, no! <laughs> yes. Yes. Yikes. Yes. Did she reveal her sources? Yes. Oh, wow. She revealed that her friend mm-hmm. had slept with Joanna oh. while he was married I mean, okay. to Yolanda Foster. Actually, Mohammed. Mohammed and Yolanda were married. They produced the beautiful offspring of uh, Gigi, Bella, and then, you know, Anwar's a little yeah, off. <laughs> but when, allegedly when they were married, Mohammed was having many affairs. And uh, allegedly one of them was Joanna Krupa. Now, everyone else has denied this, but Brandy said it on national TV. So as you can imagine, <laughs> I just want to talk about some of the highlights of this case. When this... Uh, Joanna took her to court. Brandy repeatedly would not take it back, would not say it was a lie. Did Mohammed go on trial? Oh my, there were testimonies from Mohammed, from (laughs) Yolanda, from Lisa Vanderpump, from various people in Brandy's life on record being like, this This woman's a liar. This is a full trial that costs tens of thousands of dollars. To the taxpayers? actually was filed in Florida and Joanna filed it in Florida because she was living in Miami and because the statute of limitations is longer there. So she had the opportunity to do it there. So a big part of Brandy's case was fighting for that. It should be in in California. And actually that was thrown out. So it was actually Florida taxpayer. So I don't feel bad at all. Cause you guys are a mess down there. Um, (laughs) Said with love. And uh, it was just the craziest trial at the, as we were going to trial. So Brandy refused to treadle. Refused to settle over and over. It's going back and forth. At one point, something that I didn't know. Uh, during the ongoings of this trial, they happened to be at dinner at the same restaurant. And Brandy allegedly sent over a plate of salmon. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't. Can you imagine? And then no, Kim and funny. Kyle Richards were deposed because they were at the restaurant as well. They were with... Di- they, they had to go... Sim- to court simply to answer the question did you see the salmon incident that's what it was called legally the salmon incident can you imagine no i can't imagine any of it now let me tell you the point where we did settle we got to a point where we were about to go to court and brandy had you guessed it Gijana, sued for joanna Cooper's gynecological records and she was gonna go on to say i'm gonna prove that pussy was smelling can you imagine and, you, <laughs> and that's when they settled so i have to imagine first and foremost I would never allege anything, but, but something in the, as the Phaedra would say, something in the buttermilk ain't clean. Yikes. Potentially. Potentially and allegedly. So I just <laughs> think that's so crazy. Now, something that came out of this that I didn't know as well. First of all, isn't that just hilarious? <laughs> like, I just love that story more than anything. Like, oh, like, where are we in time, in space? Just floating on a rock. Now, what came up were the reality TV contracts involved. Because part when they were suing each other in Discovery, we got to see both of their Bravo contracts. Some of the craziest shit is in there. And it really makes me question if we are going to pursue the reality TV route until we're able to execute the contracts like a Kris Jenner situation. Because they have in there, we can lie to you. 
during the interview process. We can lie to you as producers in the field. We can lie about you on TV. We can misconstrue facts and things you say. We like it is just every single thing. Like we are allowed to do any single thing we want. People can say anything damaging around you. They're not allowed. You're not allowed to sue them. You're not allowed to sue anyone affiliated with Bravo in any way. It's bananas. So were the cases actually thrown out because they weren't even allowed to sue each other to begin with? Well, so in terms of what's not allowed is that you'll have a penalty. But first of all, in that case, the reason that the contracts have changed now is because in that time, it was only about people in your own city. Um, and now it's extended to literally like they the write whole universe, the Bravo universe, anyone affiliated with the Bravo universe, production companies, anyone affiliated with production. Like it's bananas. This is crazy. Yeah. And it really made me think. Wow. Now, on the other hand, back to being a bamboozled person, I still believe everything I see on the screen. To right. me, that is real. Right. Reality. Mm-hmm. We just, cameras up, cameras Despite down. Despite you knowing the contracts. Potential. Mm-hmm. Just, just potential. Because mm-hmm. when you think if I was Bravo, I would want to cover myself in that way. Mm-hmm. 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 And I wouldn't mind giving that contract to people who wanted to be on our show. <laughs> but to me, that's a tough one to sign. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's... What, what, what What do you think? What do you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's what's, cra- you, what's your reaction to um, Glanville v. Krupa? This is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Isn't it? And I'm just, I can't believe these women went to court. Like, I can't I believe a judge covering, didn't covering throw this. this out immediately and say, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. No, the judge said, I'll see those gynecological records um, in chambers. And that's, I, yeah. and, and again, not to suggest anything, but that's when a settlement was finally reached. So, I don't know. I don't know. Yikes. <laughs> but that's something I heard. Wow. 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 What is that? I just thought we could have a good laugh. We did. You know what's a tough one, though? What? Just found out it's International Women's Day. <laughs> <clears throat> and that's a tough story for me to share on that. Yeah, that's On that day. Bad. But you know what? <laughs> Life's for living and for laughing. <laughs> and for loving, if you read those home good signs, and you do love those people, and you, oh my you god, are a huge and I love this case. I love this case. I love. So, oh my god, I couldn't be a bigger fan. I, not Randy of Joanna Group. Glanville doesn't have too many moments that I can care for. laugh about. Yeah, yeah, she's a tough one. Mm-hmm. She's a tough one. But I'm just thankful for this litigation. I'm thankful that that's all on the record. I can't help but hope that, like, in two thousand years. You know, people are reading through and they're like, what? They're like, mm, sending telepathic thoughts like, whoa, what's happening here? You know, it's funny. It just brings me to this other thought, something that I also heard about how God, right sporadic. now we are living also and like we're still ancestors and like it's important to kind of live and understand that like you're still an ancestor right now and the things that you're doing are impacting your mm. future ancestors and you know i was just thinking like that's their impact for their future ancestors i guess that's something their future ancestors will have to work through for sure for sure you don't just walk away from things like that unscathed (laughs) definitely not wow well Well, i love the new segment same that was a great segment hilarious now shall we do a little route to rise oh sure let's let's do one you want me to go first i would love it okay seems like you're prepared so well i did have one and it is checking out is not a bad thing sometimes (laughs) sometimes we 
like to me it made me think of like why as an adult I love going to Disney World much more than when I was a kid because it's like I actually have something to escape from Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I just think it's really hard right now especially with what we have going on to ever really disconnect because we know we don't Mm -hmm, like we never mm -hmm. stop thinking about this stuff we never stop sending emails you sent me emails at three o'clock in the morning last night you know what I mean like we don't ever stop doing this so it's really hard to actually thoroughly check out Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it's important it's really important I I started thinking about it during our Pisces episode when when they were saying how my book was saying how important it is to Mm -hmm, when mm -hmm. something I heard was how important it is for Pisces to really check out and relax I was like honestly that's important for everyone Mm -hmm. it really is Mm So I'm going to try to do that. I don't know how, but I'm going to try. Honestly, I, all, all my old methods are not working, <laughs> but yeah. we'll find something new. Yeah. 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 I think um, that's a really good one. And you were Thanks. definitely making me think about it. It's very aligned with um, Pisces season. Yeah. Which is really good because I do think that, you know, it's important to try to live in the season. Yeah. To, you know, to make things easier. Theoretically. Embrace the energy of the time, mm-hmm. but also because we all have every sign in our chart, mm-hmm. it's good to remember that there's a part of you that is like craving that and calling for that as well. Yeah. So that's great. Um, and I think too, in line with that, my route to rise is just like realizing, you know, one thing that you just said was that the old ways of doing things are not necessarily working. And so we have to find new ways. And I guess I've realized that too, like my normal methods of trying to feel better in hard times are not necessarily activating for me right now Yeah, for multiple reasons, but they're just not. So that doesn't mean that I can like give up or decide that I'm just going to be miserable i really have to like look for new ways to just try and you know find some joy and laughter and yeah happiness in the moment because like i was saying earlier like i do not feel like like even as much as when people are like how are you doing i shouldn't have to be like i'm doing good if i'm not no. you know what i mean but i also shouldn't not that's be really something good. i struggle with for sure yeah I'm always good. And I want to hear that people are good. Mm-hmm. And what that means is I don't really want to know or share, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And that's a tough realization to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so I love that. Yeah. I love that. You know? So we're going to have the week we're going to have. Period. Period. I'm not going to make any, you know. Grandiose. No, 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 no. Proclamations this week. We're, we're done. <clears throat> determining if we're in a new direction, determining, you know what I mean? Like, we're just, we're just going along we are. as we yeah. are until we're not anymore. <laughs> until Precisely. we float down from space. Yeah. Yeah. So, thank you for all for listening. Mm-hmm. We love you the most. For sure. And we'll be back next week. Can't wait. To, to tell more tales. Yay.